Hello, and welcome to another episode of Upfront and Undivided with Luke and Dina. Hi! Hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was always jamming in my head. I know. <laughs> I do, too, for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. We keep talking about this. It's fun. It is fun. I like our intros. I think it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's peppy. It's chipper. It's... Hi, yeah. how are you? Yeah. No matter what we're talking about. Exactly. Hey, how's your day? You good? You yeah. good? All is well? Yes. And yes. then you kind of, like, we move on. It's a journey of a day. It is a journey of a day. Hey, you've got a new chair. I do have a new chair. Which means that I get your old chair. Yes. Which means I can't touch the floor. That's right. <laughs> I'm literally swinging my feet going, I, I'm like, if I tippy-toe. <laughs> again, we need video. If you could see me, I'm tippy-toeing. Yeah. But it's a comfy chair. Your parents blessed you with yeah, a, a new office chair, which yeah. it's so cute. Your parents' love language is gift giving. Yes. And I know that we've talked about stuff like that in the past with one of our podcasts as far as like people's gifts and yeah. their love languages. Oh, yeah. And your that's just, they thrive on that. Yeah, they do. It's like they get upset when we go get something ourselves, yeah. knowing that they could have gotten something for us. Or if we buy dinner for them. Oh, that used to make them hot. Your Every dad, now and then it still does. Yeah, I was going to say, your dad doesn't seem to cringe quite as much as he used to. But it's really, it's sweet to see, um, you know, just those love languages. And yeah. then it's like when you have a better understanding of someone's love language, it's a lot easier for you to yeah. to say, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to let you lavish your love on me in this way. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. No, no, it's not. All right, babe, what are we talking about today? So today we're kind of going to do a relationship Q&A. Okay. Um, not not that we have a special guest with us today. Because no. obviously it's just the two of us but, sitting in the office. But this was a list of questions given to us from some of our uh, single friends. Yes. And um, we were asked by one of our absolute most precious friends... Um, if we would be willing to basically kind of touch on, hey, how did you know? Or when did you know, yeah. you know, uh, when you were ready to start seeing somebody? Yeah. Um, so so it's going to be kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of stuff that we have talked about before. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to make sure that we're trying to bring something a little bit extra to the plate so that way yeah. we aren't repeating but there are some things that are worth repeating, especially yeah. when it does come to relationships. And, and and also with these, it was, you know, we, we love these questions. We love oh, our friends. Fresh. Yeah. Um, we also didn't feel that each question would be enough for a whole episode all by itself. Right. So we're kind of... Right. You know, here's here's these handful of questions and we're gonna we're gonna answer them in detail, we're gonna answer them thoroughly. Yeah. The one answer wouldn't take 30 minutes, though. You're right. You're right. At least not that I know of. Yeah. I mean, we might get talking and it might happen, but... That's true. Anyway, so... um, Let's jump in. Let's jump in. All right, so number one. How do you know when you met the right one? Are there any clues when the person of interest isn't a good match for you? That is a good... this is where I'm going to say it goes It goes back to prayer. Yeah. You know, it, it goes back to prayer. It goes back to listening to the Holy Spirit. It, yeah. Um, it goes back to what 
what do you what are you doing to prepare for this moment mm-hmm. um, for this season in your life yeah. of you know I, I know we've talked about setting expectations and boundaries yeah. of you know well one one day when I want a spouse you know these these are the qualities that I want this person to have right um, I know one of our pastors joked that you know if if you both believe in Jesus if you're both filled with the Holy Spirit then just Pick a model off the shelf. That's it. <laughs> you know <laughs> what suits your fancy, right? You know, yeah. a- after after those big questions, it's just yeah. You know, it, it's down to personal preference. Yeah. So um, because the reality is, you don't really even have to have a whole heck of a lot in common that's as true. far as um, everyday interest and things of that nature. You and I have talked from the beginning, and we've um, you know alluded to the fact that like our first date. We're walking through Barnes and Noble and you're saying, I like this. And I'm like, I don't like that. I like this book. I don't like that book. I like this kind of music. I don't like that kind of music, (laughs) you know, and it just, it, you know, to see us together, it's like you got two totally like polar opposites, but there's enough beautiful, um, common ground, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, absolutely. We love God. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit. I also would say... Um, one of the things is I love watching you light up when you get excited about something and vice versa. You, you love when you love hearing me talk about my days as far as when I go and hang out with the kiddos and things of that nature, you know, or if you're big into like, we literally had to put the alternator back in my car and you're very mechanic savvy. I was raised by a mechanic, so I got under the hood along with you and our sweet sweet friend chico blessing came and helped pull a lot of stuff apart for us but i got to come and help you put things together and it's like that's not my absolute favorite place to be but it's nice to know that i can be in that space with you right and it makes you happy you know so um i don't know i i i I would have to agree just the holy spirit just nudging you you know calling your heart to a place um i know one of our sweet friends that you know when the one that had asked how do you know when you're ready to even start dating what was that something inside of you guys i'll speak for me i'm not so sure if it was a thing that i said that okay it's time for me to date yeah i think i think my heart finally got to a place where it was starting to heal and i could trust again yeah I could trust again, you know, because I talk about the first time we, our first encounter, you shook my hand, you looked me right in the eye and I said, hi, I'm Dina. And you go, I'm Luke. And it was for the first time in over a decade that I had actually felt safe, you know? And I think that those are kind of some of the qualities that you need to walk away with of how does this make person make me feel? Not just, oh my gosh, he's so hot, you know? but or she's so hot it's it's a thing of wow i can i can see forever with this person you know not to be weird creepy Mm -mm. so yeah and and kind of you know the with the other part of that question are you know how do you know if you know the the red flags or that you're that it's not a good fit and it, it comes down to again what what are those items that you said 
you know, this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Or what are the items that says, you know, this is, this is no go. Right. Um, you know, this, this is a, I'm, I'm not going to compromise on, on this standard in my life. Right. You know, and, and what are those things? And, and, you know, again, if, if you prepare for this moment and this season uh, before you're in this moment and season, you're much more likely to know this this is a red light this is a green light this right. is a this is a flag that i need to be aware of versus right. this is a this is an open door that i can walk into right you know because again and and i you know i i know for me it, it wasn't you know I, I had been through so many relationships in my past i knew red flags i knew what crazy girlfriends look like um you know and and it it is it's it's just those things that you it's either those those hiccups from your past that you're like i know this is a red flag right or it's a you know this is a standard that i have set in my own life and if they don't respect that i'm i'm out yeah yeah you know and and i'll say for me to the other question of, you know, how did you know when you're ready to, to settle down or, yeah. or start dating? I mean, it, it wasn't. It, there For me, there was no light bulb. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a, you know, the Holy Spirit rang a bell in my head and said, okay, you're now ready. Good job. Yeah. You know, it was, it was kind of like, I think the best way I could explain it is, you know, like a, a candle melting wax or you know, like sand getting eroded by the sea. It's just, it was something over time. Mm. You know, it was these, these, you know, the walls that I had built up around me, it was, you know, the, the personality and, and attitudes that I had had before I came to church that yeah. were coming off of me. Um, and it was, it was, I mean, yes, before I came to church, I had the thought of, I'm, I'm getting to a certain age. I want to settle down. Um, I want to find somebody that's stable, insane. Yeah. Um, you know, before Jesus, I did not have a high bar. Someone, <laughs> 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 some normal, not going to drive me crazy. Someone loyal. You know, so it, bless you, baby. And then I you got know. me. <laughs> you are all of those things. Aww. <laughs> So yeah, so it's, again, it's for for those kind of questions. It is. It's you know, if you if you're somebody that said for the longest time, I'm not going to, it, I never, never, never. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have that inkling of an idea of, huh, maybe. There's a pretty good chance. There, you're moving. You're moving in that direction, yeah. and there's a, yeah, there is. There's a good chance that yeah, you're ready. The you fact- just don't. You just don't want to admit it to yourself. Yeah. Oh, you just called her out. <laughs> I know you just heard that. Okay. So, number two. How long should you date or court before you get married? Is there such a thing as getting married too fast? Do you want to tell this story about your parents? That'd be fun. I would like that story. Tell the tell the, tell the the listeners about your parents. Okay. So, my parents. Um, their anniversary is this month. Their anniversary is at the end of this month. April 28th. Um. So my parents, uh, they met when they were in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my mom's first duty station, um, so she had just been assigned there. 
Uh, it was my dad's, uh, in the Air Force, they call it tech school because okay. you do basic training and then you do your tech school to learn your job mm-hmm. and then you go off to, to your duty station, your first your first base that you're going to be at. And back then, my dad played the guitar and he played, every now and then he would play on a guitar um, in a coffee shop, coffee house. And the story I was told. This is the best. This is the best. <laughs> My mom picked up my dad. So cool. I can totally see your mom doing it, though. Now that I know your mom the way that I do. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You totally were, like, crushing on him. Yeah. And before the, before the Air Force, my dad had long hair. So. He was borderline hippie. Yes. Um, we're still believing that Yeah. there's some stuff. There's some stuff he hasn't told us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love you, Dad. So... <laughs> So my dad's there on the weekends, evenings, playing guitar in a coffee house. Yeah. My mom comes and picks him up. They start dating. <laughs> so my, like I said, my dad is in training. My mom's regular Air Force. And my dad finishes training. Mm-hmm. And he gets orders. Yeah. And so they're like, well, we've been dating for three months. Three. Three months. Say it again. Three months. Three months. We can either go our separate ways and take the chance of running into each other again, or we can get married and see what happens. And they've been married for how long, baby? This year is 49 years. How cool is that? (laughs) How cool is that? Very cool. And not to uncover your parents at any regard, but they've had some, they've had some pretty severe ups and downs. Yeah. They've had Um, their ups and downs, their, their challenges. Yeah. But I think the fact that they never said quit. Yeah. They never said quit. Not that I heard. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, you, you being raised in that household, yeah. it, I, I don't think divorce has ever been, Mm-mm. was even an option no. to them. Um, and that's so incredibly cool. Yeah. I know with us, ours was, what did we say? What was it? February... February to yeah. so it was, the following May. Yeah, February of 11, we started courting. Yeah. May of 12, we got married. Yeah. And so that's, what, 15, however 14, many? 15 14, months. 15 months. Mm-hmm. That's, again, that it's longer, mm-hmm. but to some people it may not seem very long, or it might seem a lot longer than some. But we were also... In a way, we were ready. Yes, very um, much so. Because, and, and again, it's what what's going on in your life? Yeah. You know, for, to, to answer a lot of these questions, it's going to determine, it's going to depend on where are you in life? Yes. You know, what is, what does your walk with God look like? What, what do you want to personally accomplish in your life before you hit the season or not? Um, because we, you know, again, we were a little bit older than a normal Single swing and married. We are mid thirties. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we knew what we wanted wanted out of life, yeah. uh, or at least we had a we had a decent idea. Yeah. And we had been talking about marriage probably mm-hmm. since at least the summer. Yeah. So, what four or five at most six months after we started courting, we mm-hmm. were talking about marriage. Yeah. And that we knew we wanted. We wanted to get married. Yeah. Um, And just the fact that the moment that we had our first date, I knew. 
Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. I had already known. I don't think you, it took you a second. It did. It did. And that was fine. Yeah. I, I think just the fact, again, the way that we went about it. Yeah. Because if this did not go the way that we Mm -hmm. thought it was going to go, neither one of us, like, there's no skin off either one of our noses. We, we kept ourselves very, um, beyond reproach. Yeah. Is that the above reproach? Above reproach. Yeah. Yeah. Blameless. Yeah. Yeah. Just very, you know, it was like we, there was no regrets. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't do anything out, you know, that we go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, now I'm going to have to be awkward at church with you. You know, it was, we, we did it in a manner to where it Mm -hmm. was like, if this doesn't happen, I'm still going to honor and respect you as a person. Yeah. And, you know, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, but I know one of the biggest things that, that caused us to wait until May to get married was because I was actually finishing up college at mm-hmm. the time. Um, I had gone back to get my degree. And so, cause we were going to try we, before we, that. We were yeah. like what January, February, I think. And we, we decided let's, let's wait till I'm done with college. Yeah. And, the weekend I graduated from college, we got married. So yeah. it was awesome. You got you got your degree. You became a husband and a father. Yup. All in two days. Yes. That's awesome. It was awesome. It's awesome. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what I would say to that is. Okay. So as far as any such thing as getting married too fast, again, a lot of our our, our a lot of our answers are going to be what does the Holy Spirit say to you? Yeah. And. Man, if you don't have a God advantage when it comes to certain things, it's just it's, life is going to be a lot more difficult. And, it just will. And I'm a I'm a big fan. Again, if if you're walking this, if you're walking this blameless, if you're if you're doing your best to remain innocent um, in your relationship, um, by six to nine months, you should know. I believe, or that. at least you should have a really really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if people have been dating for, you know, three, two, three, five, five years, yeah. and they're like, uh, I don't know, uh, then, then the answer is probably no. Yeah, yeah. You know, either, you know, either you know, yeah, and something's going on with you internally or spiritually that is yeah. preventing you from saying yes, yeah. or you don't. You the answer is no, and you don't want to admit it either to yourself or to the other person. Yeah, I I to piggyback on that, um, I would say that if there is something of that nature kind of happening to you, then that my mind would be you might want to step back. Yeah. You might want to just kind of step back from the relationship. Not that you have to say I have to cut this off completely, but you know if. Especially if it's become a physical kind of relationship, if it's brought in, if you're already living like you're married um, and you haven't gotten married yet, then, then yeah, you need to do some deep, um, I I would challenge you to just do some really deep inward thinking of what is the problem, you know, what, what broken place need, God, do you need to fix? Yeah. Because ultimately that's the only place that you're going to get you know, any kind of healing and then ultimately any kind of resolve. Yeah. Whether it's you're getting married to this person or you're cutting it off completely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Okay, so number three, how do you prepare for marriage while being single? How do you? How do you? I mean, one of the main things I know, and it, again, we there's days where I want to apologize to everybody and say if, we, if we're repeating ourselves, I, I don't want to feel like we're repeating ourselves, mm. but at the same time, there's things that need to be repeated yeah and even if we kind of bring it to a different place and the fact that you know maybe there's been a few weeks that has gone by and then all of a sudden it's like you've already been chewing on something and then here god brings something right back around again um when i was single and um i'll even go even closer back when it was just gabriel and i when i was a single mom um i remember sitting there and having bills in front of me and pushing it across the table to an empty chair and saying, okay, God, Mm -hmm. how do you want to do this? Because ultimately only you can. You're the one that produces wealth. You're the one that blesses my business because I was working. um, I had my own cleaning business. I was also working at the news station um, with audio video production technician. And so I'm like doing double duty plus being mom. And... I had to learn how to submit my life, and that seems to be such an ugly word to a lot of people. Whether it's been, it has been abused yeah. um, in the past. Whether it's like with marriages, or um, you know, especially husbands, you know, over wives. Yeah. But the submission goes both ways, and one of those things where I finally, when I say submit, it means I, I, I yield my life to you. No. I, I yield my life, I yield my thoughts, I yield um, how I think this needs to look yeah. because ultimately I've chosen poorly over the years and God, I want I want nothing but your best. And the only way that that's going to happen is that I start yielding my life now yeah. to whatever that looks like. When I go shopping, Father, what would you like me to buy? Yeah. You know, um, how, how do I pay for this bill? How, how do I take care of my daughter? Mm-hmm. How do I raise my daughter? What do I say to her? How do I respond to her? You know, and, and then ultimately asking him to heal my mind of any, any preconceived idea of how I think it needs to go. Yeah. Because um, my, my upbringing, um, I didn't have good examples. No. I didn't have good examples of what a healthy marriage looked like. And I didn't have, my parents were almost married 50 years, yeah. you know. Um, and and not to slam my parents, but, you know, they did the no. best they could with what they had. Because yeah. if you even find out about my grandparents, I come from a long line of jacked up, yeah. you know. And every, I can genuinely say though, every generation has gotten better than the last. And, and I think looking in the word of God, asking him, what does a wife even look like, father? What does that look like to you? You know, um, we brought up the, the story of the sermon with, you know, here's, uh, pastor gray and he's like, you know, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. And talking about how you carry yourself, you don't carry yourself as a girlfriend, yeah. somebody to be played with, somebody to be 
fantasized and lusted after and messed with. Yeah. You you carry yourself with the utmost respect, knowing that you are God's girl, mm-hmm. that you've been set apart for such a time as this. Even the men, it's yeah. you know we've talked about you and I how God completely restored my innocence as far as how I carried myself and what I demanded, yeah. more or less. Yeah. And it created that, it broke something inside of you mm-hmm. to it where did. all of a sudden your innocence is being restored. Oh my gosh, I don't have to sleep with you before we, yeah. you know, oh, I don't have to live with you to, in, no, we can genuinely sit here and we can talk. We can allow the Holy Spirit to come and knit our hearts together. Yeah. You know, we can we can just become friends. Mm-hmm. We can become each other's best friends yeah. and not have to get caught up in the, you know, the, the physical realm. Because once you start getting mixed up in the physical realm, things if it gets out, if it's out of alignment with what God has called, yeah. it gets messy. Mm-hmm. That's when you're dating somebody to three to five years and going, oh, well, ultimately they're going to change and ultimately yeah. they're going to want to marry me. And you're like, but you're already giving them everything right. that they want. Yeah. What's, you haven't given them any. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the goal here? Yeah, exactly. You, you've, they've already got, they've already got you. Yeah. And so, um, I would say as far as, um, just, Ask the Word of God. Ask the Holy Spirit. Get into the Word of God. Ask yeah. Him. Just ask Him to show you what that looks like. And and again, it's it's back to the you know what what kind of spouse do you want to be? Yeah. What do you Start, want? Yeah. What yeah. Do you, what do you want? But not not just what do you not just what do you want? But what kind of spouse do you want to be? Yeah. You know, start start being that now. It's so good. Yeah. You know, don't don't sit there because you're you're you know, 23, 25, 28 mm-hmm. and say, well, this is how a normal young adult acts. And so this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. No, start, start acting the way you want to act and, yeah. and start, start insisting that you be treated the way you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, cause again, it's, <clears throat> if, if you allow the kind of treatment that you would not want to be treated as a spouse yeah why are why are you allowing that now right right you know if, if you want to live to a different standard when you're when you're when you get married why are you not either living that standard now or working towards that standard now right because right. i know that like we talked to our our beautiful girl and it's like do you want to be with somebody that's been with 15 other women Right. She's like, oh gosh, no. And I go, then you don't want to be that girl. Yeah. Guys, do you want a girl that is sincere and that has a true devotion to you and that has kept herself? Yeah. And you can look at her and go, oh my gosh, this is literally the woman that I get to be with the rest of my days. Then don't be that guy. That's right. It's just, it goes both ways. It does. It's just, you know, it, it's so many times that we talk about, you know, chastity or we talk about being chaste mm. and, you know... And it's become such a girl mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, no, the fellas, yeah. their innocence needs to be restored too. Oh, yeah. And they need to carry themselves as men, as husbands, yeah. you know, um, 
Because with all due respect, that's probably one of the number one things when I looked at you and I was like, you're kind, you're gentle, you're loving. Yeah. This is a good friend. This is somebody that's that's attentive to the pe everybody that you talk to. They have your undivided attention. And this is stuff that I saw before we even started talking. Yeah. And I'm like, these are qualities. These are qualities that I want in a person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I want to know that when I have your, your attention that's it. Yeah. it it's not divided by 40,000 other things you know granted we have children and blah 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 blah. but you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah. it's like we do we have those moments where even in the midst of the 40 things we even today you know stop ourselves and just go hi, hi. <laughs> how are you yeah miss your face yes you know and so um it's it it's setting yourself apart and knowing that you you are priceless you are a treasure that your body your mind your soul your heart your emotions all of Mm -hmm. the things these are gifts and you do not give those gifts out to just anybody that's right so okay uh four how we doing 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 good good. okay what are some appropriate dating uh courting guidelines Again, here's my stock answer of, you know, before you get in the situation, make make your list. You know, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of write down your list, write down your expectations because, yeah. again, if, if you make up your mind ahead of time and especially if you write it down ahead of time, then if that situation comes up, mm-hmm. you know, no, here's here's my predetermined response. Here's mm-hmm. my predetermined path. I'm I'm I want this or I want that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so some of those things, you know, I mean, again, do you, do you want to be alone with this person? Um, you know, where, where things could, where temptation could come up. I'm not right. saying, you know, no, you're not allowed to go out on a date by yourself, right. but you know, in alone in a car mm-hmm. is, is that, is that a good idea or a bad idea? Right. Um, you know, I would. I would say definitely stay out of bedrooms. Yes, very much um, so. You know, don't don't nap together. Oh man, no. Don't you know, because it might. Oh, we're just napping. We're just holding each other and napping. And no, that that can lead to things. And that's something that that is that's an intimacy. It is. Yeah, and that's that is something that, um, yeah, that only. Yeah. That should only be given to those that are you know married in a committed relationship not even a committed just married just you have a you have a covenant with this person yeah Yeah. you know so so things like that you know again it's i i know we're a little different because we were in our mid-30s we were both previously married and, and knew stuff so for us, it wasn't a concern to be in the car alone. Right. I mean, to, to go one place or another. Right. We did not, I, I would recommend against, you know, I know some people call it parking or yeah. they used to, you know, where you just sit in a car out on an abandoned road or wherever yep. and you just sit and talk. But sometimes that sit and talk can lead to other things. Yep. And so, so again, it's, it's not that we're trying to be, sound like we're sticks in the mud or, or anything, right. but, you know, again, have that conversation with the Holy Spirit. Do yeah. that deep, um, you know, uh, uh, that deep conversation with yourself of what what is a trigger for me? 
Right. You know, what what is going to bring up a response that I don't want? Right. You know, what what kind of situation do I feel would put me in a bad spot or right. put me in a bad light? Right. You know. Yeah. Because so. it's it, you you could absolutely be doing everything on the up and up and right. Yeah. But even just the perception yeah. of what it could possibly look like. Yeah. And no just know the know the boundaries. Yeah. Know know that um just keep yourself like I said before, yeah. just above reproach. Yeah. You know, it, it it's not like you're trying to, um, well, I can't do this because this person's going to say this. And the reality is, even in the midst of our courtship, yeah. people said things. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times the reason people said things is because they didn't believe that this was even possible. Right. Because they never did it. Yeah. Um, because they somehow in their brains, it, this, this surely can't happen. Right. And you're like, but yeah, if you can, if the holy spirit's involved yeah. and you give him permission to smack you mm-hmm. if you try to go somewhere that you're not supposed to yeah. you know um i know that with um as far as uh the guidelines that we talked about it's we're not saying that you write these guidelines yourself that if you're in this relationship with this person you need to have a mutual yeah. understanding that this is where we are yeah. Because this ultimately is where your foundation is laid. Yeah. You know, to this day, we always talk about, um, well, you know, I, I trust you and yeah. you trust me. Again, we've had things along the way where people have tried to even say things to you. And the very first thing you say out of your mouth is, I trust her. Yeah. Well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's, but I trust her. Yeah. And it's because there's this foundation. There's this, um, hey, we've we've been through some stuff. Yeah. We've proven who we are and and what we want in this relationship be, even before we got married. Yeah. And so I know that like a friend of ours, um, she counsels married women a lot of times. Mm. And she's like, you know, do you trust your husband? And he's like, no, I don't trust my husband. Well, why not? Well... I couldn't trust him with my body even beforehand. He couldn't keep his hands off me. He didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know the word no. Right. Things of that nature, and so that produces. A, yeah, it does. A, it produces some stuff inside of you that yeah. you're like, well, we're married now, so what's the problem? And it's like, yeah, but yeah, I could. I couldn't trust you when I said no. Let's let's not. You right. know. So it's and same with. Mm-hmm. men and women yeah. so anyway and and I'll, I'll say real quick um to to close that one out don't don't be afraid and i highly encourage tell at least one friend yes you know if, if not yes. two or three friends we had a good hey, here's my plan handful and, of and, friends yeah. yeah here's my plan here are my expectations yeah you know if you do write something out with with your your significant other yeah um you know share it with your friends yes you know don't don't be afraid to have an accountability partner or two yeah yeah and if you can't find friends that you can be accountable to with this kind of stuff yeah you might want to reconsider some of these friends right i mean i'll be that bold to say that go for it because um that means that you are living in a completely different world yeah your desire is to have one life but apparently 
there's a there's a second life that's yeah. going on. So you you might even have to go as deep as to say you're not for me yeah. in this. So I can't walk with you yeah. on that. Again, not cutting them off completely. Just yeah, this is yeah. This obviously is something that you yeah. can't. Keep what level in. of a friend are they? That's a good yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it. Okay, um, number five. Five. Do you think it's possible for girls and guys to be friends without a possibility of dating? If you ask one of our pastors, it's the answer is absolutely not. Yes, and I and I know we've talked about this recently. Yes, and you know I I know I know it's out there that says you know there there's a lot of people out there that have the mindset of if a guy is a friend with a girl. It's because they want something more. Right. Um, is there truth to that? Some. Some. There, there is some truth to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I know when our pastor said that guys and girls can't be friends, it was in the discussion. It was in the realm of soul ties. Right. And to that, I would say, you know, again, if you're... If you're, you know, quote unquote, such good friends that you're having those deep heart-to-heart conversations where you're sharing your feelings and and the 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 conversations are getting intimate not even not even about sex but just intimate with emotions and feelings and open hearts that can create a soul tie yeah and i would say that kind of guy girl relationship friendship yeah is is more dangerous than beneficial yes Yes. Um, but now lighthearted surface, especially in a group yeah. setting, I, I, I think it's fine. Yeah. But again, it's, it's when you get into that, I have a, I have a connection with this person. Yeah. You know, that's when it's, that's when it gets into the, that's a, that can be a soul tie. Right. That can be a dangerous situation that can 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 possibly harm or derail future relationships. Yes. I I will say in our own personal lives, okay, so our beautiful, amazing sister mm-hmm. is celebrating her birthday today, right? Yes. And you have a very an amazing relationship with her. Yes. Um, and I would say even outside of me, there's such an adoration that you both have for one another. Mm. Um, And then we have our amazing friend that came and helped you with the car yesterday. That Mm -hmm. same thing, an amazing adoration for one another. You know, so I I think a lot of it is kind of like what you're saying. When you know the respectful boundaries of your life, because we have incredible heart-to-hearts with both of these individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Both of us will have incredible heart-to-hearts. I will also say that those incredible heart-to-hearts are usually with the other person in the room with them. Right. And we don't, we don't do these conversations by ourselves. Right. Um, for that reason. Yeah. Just out of respect. That, and honestly... We come really good as a pair yeah. because you get to bring things to the table that I don't even think about and vice versa and just the different perspectives, you know, from the male versus the female and just how do we, how do you explain it? Well, how do you explain it? Well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? You know, 
And I, I think that that is one of those times where I would say, no, I've got some really great friends yeah. that are guys. You have some really great friends that are girls. But again, they're, they've almost, they they blend, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very much, a lot of them are just very mutual friends in our world. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, what, what is the context of the, of the conversation you're having? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, again, I'm not going to go off and have a conversation with one of these female friends, A, without you, right. and B, without your knowledge. Yeah. You know, it, because again, it's, you are, you are my priority. Right. Right. That's you know. it. So, I, yeah. I love that. Okay. So the last one in our time is, woo. Hey, yeah, okay. We're doing good. How do we approach the fear of marriage? That's a good one. Wow. That is, wow. Okay. Selah, hold tight. Yeah. How do you approach the fear of marriage? Because this would kind of also, I believe, um, answer our sweet friend's question as far as when she was asking, how do you even know that you're ready? And part of me would go, I would think it would almost kind of be in the same vein. How do you approach the fear of marriage? And I, I think my question would be, what is your fear? Number one, what, what are you scared of? Are you scared of failure? Are you scared? What 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 are you scared of? Yeah. When it comes to marriage, because ultimately this marriage is a sanctity between. I mean, it's a covenant that God created. Yeah. You know, He created this between Adam and Eve, and it's just gone on and on and on and on. Um, I think sometimes the fear of marriage is um, either how we were raised and what we saw in our own lives. Um, in our families, parents, the examples that are around us. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be my parents, or yeah. oh my gosh, like we talked about last week, you know, I'm going to be my grandmother, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, you know, and or is it a thing of finally you you have to get past the fear of, you know, is it a fear of I, I'm going to look at the same person for the rest of my life, or I mean, what is it exactly that? Because if it's a fear of oh my gosh, I'm going to be just with this one person the rest of my life, how does that go? And yeah. I would be the friend that would say, then you're not ready for a marriage. Right, right. Because if you can't look at this person and go, I want to spend the rest of my days with you. Yeah. This is a face that I can look at the rest of my, because baby, you get better with age. Yeah. You and just you genuinely do. do, you know? And it's like, I want to, I want to, I want to grow young and I want to grow yeah. successfully yeah. with this person. And I would, I would bring the question of, you know, is, is the fear you know, because sometimes the fear can be, I don't want to mess up. Okay. You know, especially yeah. if you have been in that situation where you've had failed relationships or even yeah. failed marriages. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mess this up. Yeah. You know, or, you know, sometimes the fear can be afraid to trust. Boom. You know? Boom. Knowing that to be married to this person. Yeah. You have to be open and vulnerable. That's it. To that person. Yeah. You know, I I know everything about you. You know everything about me. Yeah. There are some people that are afraid of that level of openness and intimacy. Because of the fear of rejection. Yeah. The fear of if you if you really truly knew. Yeah. And to have somebody come alongside of you and say Number one, let me in. Yeah. Number two, 
okay, guess what? I said for better or for worse. Yeah. For richer or for poorer. This is this is where I am with you. I'm not changing my mind. Yeah. You know, um, we always go back to, you know, love is patient. It's kind. It's gentle. It doesn't push itself on. It doesn't demand its own. It keeps no record of wrong. It just, all of those things. And it's like, if we start looking through those kind of lenses, the fear, perfect love cast out fear. Yeah. That's what the word of God says. Perfect love the God kind of love. Yeah. The kind of love that says, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. The kind of love that says, I'm willing to walk through hell and high water with you. Yeah. And the kind of love that says, I'm going to love you enough to trust you with my absolute deepest, darkest secret and believe that you're going to believe the best for me too. Yeah. You know? Because again, love keeps no record of wrongs yeah you know yeah and i would almost say i think some of the fear is also the physical intimacy yeah you know i know we touched a little about a little bit about this um episode 17 where we did talk about intimacy right and i know we talked about this the other day with some of our friends yeah you know we we spend so many years you know growing up of Sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. You know, right. people beating it over your head, especially right. if you're a Christian. Yeah. Sex is bad, sex is bad. And then all of a sudden your wedding night comes and it's like, sex is a beautiful thing. You should share it. And it was created by God. And it's an amazing thing between a husband and a wife. And it's yeah. like, how, what do you, how do you process that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it would be like saying, you know, if we raised Gabri to say cars are bad, cars are bad, cars are uh, bad, cars are bad. Yeah. All of a sudden she's 16, toss her a set of keys and be like, cars are great. Go drive. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. No, abs- I, I love that analogy. I absolutely. It's, it's true. It's true. Because it's like we've I, the enemy is just a punk. Yeah. He's a punk because it's like, you know, well, keep yourself you know keep yourself away keep yourself away from the sin keep yourself well this is this is horrible and it's like no it's it's doing it out of step is what's going to hurt you sex making love is not going to hurt you you know god designed this he created it all of the beautiful intricacies that come with it and if we just say you know what this is something you get to be, you get to partake of. Yeah. This is a gift yeah. that is given to you when you get to get married. Yeah. This is something you get to look forward to. So it's an expectation of, oh my gosh, this is so good. Yeah. As opposed to, well, no, you know, you're going straight to hell if this. You're yeah. going to, you know, you can't. That condemnation mentality, and it's like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it because you're, you're like. We're literally watering down and making things that God has called good so bad until it's like, oh, well, let's, yeah, yeah woo, let's celebrate and party. And then you're freaked out because yeah. in your mind, you're like, I can't touch you. Right. I can't touch yeah. you. And then you got a whole other world of worms and nonsense and crazy that you're just like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. And and then you your body can't perform and then you're... You, it just it jacks you up it does it jacks you yeah. up so um what was our question was the dealing <laughs> oh, with the fear fear, fear yeah, of dealing marriage with fear of getting married yeah 
so I'm I my prayer is that people would just pull off all of those preconceived ideas. Yeah. You know, we talked about it last last week. Even the good intentions yeah. of what people have said, whether it's marriage, mm-hmm. however that looks, you know, no sex yeah. before marriage, this and that and the other. And then it, just ask God. Mm-hmm. Ask yeah. ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It, it's going to be a process. Sometimes it's a process. But the fact is that you have to just step out and just do it. Yeah. You just got to step out and just do it. You got to step out and say... You know, if if you're already married, looking at that person and saying, I love you for better or for worse. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. This is where we are. So this obviously is a problem. So let's fix it. Yeah. Let's fix it. I want to fix this with you. Yeah. I want you to be better mm. for you yeah. and then ultimately for us. Yeah. You know, or if you are contemplating marriage and you see things in your life that your strongholds that you're dealing with, Father, I'm asking that you help me. Yeah. You help me. You show me how to dig these things out. And then ultimately, you know, when you are in that relationship that, you know, you're walking and looking at marriage, then just say, hey, yeah. you know, these are the expectations that God has blessed us with. These are the boundaries. Yeah. These are the things that he wants to keep us safe in. Yeah. So that way we can build a strong foundation of a marriage. Yeah. Do you want to walk with me in this? Yeah. You know? And, and be vulnerable enough to say, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling here, though. Or, yeah, can I take you by the hand and I'll help you get through whatever you're struggling with. Yeah. You know? And I'll, I'll kind of leave it with this, you know, because I, I know there are a lot of questions about how do I know and, and what about this and what yeah. about this when this time comes. Um, a bit of advice that I gave to a, a young lady that, that used to live in our, with our family. Yeah. Um, she was contemplating whether or not to to start dating a boy. Yeah. Um, they are now married. And they have and, a baby and, and coming. They're baby coming. Yeah. Um, but we were talking because it was it was back and forth of you know should I shouldn't I and and how do I know and and all this and I, and I looked at her and I said, do you trust him to pray for your spirit? Hmm. Yeah. And if you do. Why don't you think he would do the same for your heart? Man, babe. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, it it all comes down to, to, to prayer and to what is what does God say and, and what does your heart say, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what I'll leave you all with. I love that. Yeah. This was a long one, but I think it was a good one. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, you guys have any other questions? Like, we kind of blew through a bunch of them, and we kind of went yeah. in-depth on stuff. But please, by all means, just reach out to us. Yeah. Um, share, like, you know. Review. Review, all of yeah. those fun things. Yes. But um, just, we appreciate you guys. And yes. we, if we put ourselves on repeat, it's because we genuinely care about your hearts. Yeah. We genuinely care about your well-being. Yeah. Even if we have never met you at all in our lives please know that we don't take this lightly. Yes. Um, we genuinely care about you guys. Yeah. And we pray that God meets you wherever you are in yeah. whatever whatever phase or season of relationship that you're in. That's right. All right, guys. Have the best day. Enjoy the journey. Bye.